Welcome, dear listeners, to Level Up, the podcast that takes you on an exciting journey through the world of personal growth and self-improvement. I'm your host, Dr. Leland, and together we'll explore the strategies, stories, and insights that will help you unlock your full potential, whether you're striving for success in your career, looking to enhance your relationships, or simply seeking a more fulfilling life. Level Up! is your passport to transformation. Each episode will deep dive into a wide range of topics from mastering the art of productivity to the science of happiness and from building resilience to unleashing your creativity. Our guests are experts, thought leaders, and real life achievers who will share their wisdom and experiences to guide you on your path to personal growth. But... Level Up isn't about theory, it's about practicality. We'll provide you with actionable advice and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your life right away. Our goal is to empower you to take meaningful steps towards your dreams and aspirations. So, if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment, then buckle up because you're about to level up your life. Stay tuned for inspiring conversations, powerful insights, and a dose of motivation in each and every episode of... (gasps) Level up. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us on social media to join our vibrant community of fellow travelers on this incredible journey. Let's get started on this adventure of personal growth and transformation. Welcome to Level Up. Hello, everybody. Do you guys know who my celebrity. (laughs) I call her my celebrity person guest today. I love her. I think I've only known her for what, maybe going on three months, but I feel like I've known her all my life, right? And um, we've been in Donald's show with Mike. And so that was kind of good. And sorry, we had to hop off because we had to prepare for this one. And then after this one, we're going to go to Paul and Susanna's, right? Like, that's just how we roll. But today, you know, Sia actually, oh, darn, I left the cat out of the bag. Okay, she she supports everybody in our community. And support is a big deal for a lot of people, especially if you're brand new to LinkedIn or, you know, you want to level up, right, your presence and you're doing self-branding, you have a lot to say, but you just don't know how, but you have a lot of that fire in your belly that you want to just create stuff, right? You just don't know how. Sia is there to do the technical aspect of how you can actually elevate yourself, level up yourself, and be in the limelight and create your own community and, and voice out, you know, share your story because it's through stories that we learn Uh, from each other on what to do and what not to do, right? And that's what I said, you know, and Donald, actually, I want to address this because I I think it's not, it's not an insecurity on my end, because people don't know who I am. It's more of like, I, I get uncomfortable when people always say, why do you have, that's why I take out all the letters out of my name. Why do you have this many degrees? I said, I'm collecting them, like, seriously. And they're like, what? Doesn't that like, are you going to owe a lot of money? And I'm like, yeah, I already owe a lot of money for those degrees. But that's not the point. Okay, you have to know my story to know where I'm going with this. But for me, I'm a very structured person and school comes so easy for me. When you give me a problem, like when I coach someone or I mentor someone to give me a problem, I listen, I take notes. And literally by the end of five minutes in that conversation, my brain literally 
shifts everything and puts it in folder. And I could already see the the answer that I want to give you so you can structure yourself. But at the end of the day, everyone that you listen to um, are people that are trying to help you, right? And it's going to elevate you. You're going to belong in a community. But at the end of the day, it's your choice, whether you want to engage them or you want to level up yourself. Leveling up doesn't mean education. Just because I have a lot of degrees doesn't mean you you can't talk to me or you know you have to be educated. No, my conversation is leveling up for yourself. Is that mean putting makeup on when you don't want to put makeup on? Is that mean learning how to ride a bike, which I need to level up on riding, uh, riding a bike? Somebody has to help me with that. Uh, and now my challenge to my community, please. Okay, other than the penguin uh, in Antarctica, I need to level them up. Everybody in the whole entire continent is listening to my podcast except for Antarctica. Six continents. And I had a lot of like four questions on my DM today and said, hey, what do you exactly do? Like, how much do you charge if I'm on your podcast? I was like, no, it's free. Um, However, you can't just ask me to be on my podcast if I don't even know who you are. I literally pick and choose who I'm going to put on my podcast because my job in this podcast is nothing more than to elevate your story, to multiply positivity, and also to gain knowledge on what to do and what not to do because we learn differently, but we also learn through stories, right? And so that's what I do. There's no charge to be on my podcast, but I do want to get to know you because we want to give value conversations to um, our audience, right? Uh, you go to LinkedIn Live, it's only for, my, what What do I have? Like 33,000 people, right? But by, I'd say August or on September, I'm working on that right now on the stats. Um, I can pick and choose if I want to elevate you to 63 nations and countries and growing listening to you. There's 193 nations and countries on my list, and I'm at 63, so I'm way still far, but I'm slowly getting there. I don't care about that numbers. I just care that I'm growing slow, and I love my community, but enough talk. I'm going to bring... Are you guys ready? (laughs) Wait, where's my drum roll? Hold on. Oh, my God. I was gonna, I was gonna do this one. <laughs> You're not scary. Give me a break. Oh, oh, hello, sister. Oh my God, I have thirty-two comments. Stephen is here. Who else is here? So Stephen, uh, of course, brilliant. People. We're gonna talk about that. Kristen, my my educator sister. What? Yes, yes, we right. <laughs> Tag on mobile. I can't oh, leave, I was tag everybody. I was like, uh, it's not working. Sorry, peeps. I know. I came for a few seconds to say hi. I love your advice. We all have ears from proven ears. Right? Seriously, we gotta give love. Oh, Susanna. I love oh, everyone here. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. I Z. Know. You're like running around with other patients. Higher priority. We're cool with that. Right? Gotta level up those people. Uh, I don't think I have Dale before. Do you guys oh my know God, Dale? You need Dale? He's also known as Mr. Oh my God. I swear to God, Dale, you're making me say this. Flabonga Monthrow Monthrow the Cube. Flabonga Monthrow the Cube. That is his persona, his live stream persona on LinkedIn. Mm, I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, Interesting. You, oh, you will love him because he does uh, IT, uh, like uh, cloud architecture support for accounting software and accounting clients. So you guys should connect. 
Oh yeah, I'm trying to create a class that's a rocking class for accounting for a university. I I love creating courses and I need accounting software. So bring it, brother. Oh wait, before we go anywhere with this conversation, because we're gonna go crazy, I do want the audience to know. Okay, this is my reason why. Sia doesn't even know why I actually brought her here. She's like really confused. Like on the conversation, she's like, "Wait, we're gonna talk about this, right? Uh, we're like, we're gonna we talk talking about this, about? right? Like, yeah, right." Look, she doesn't know. I, you guys know who knows Sia that she gives to her people, right? She gives and gives, but we really don't know who Sia is. So today, ask away, right? But this is my first question. Sister, think back 20 years, 20 years of your life, even if you want to go, you know, back even more, but 20 years. How did you get here today? How did you become a rock star today? Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, it's so funny whenever we like, we like have those interview questions, like I, I immediately in my head think of Steve Martin in that movie where he's like, I was born a poor black man. And I just that that was funny because 20 years ago, I was not born a poor black man either. But anyway, uh, 20 years ago, man, girl, that was a long time ago. Um, I was working at a cybersecurity company called SonicWall. And I was just about a year into dating my boyfriend so as of literally tomorrow it'll be our 21 year anniversary wow so i know so i'm all about dipping into the company pool like i when i give i give 100 percent. apparently so yeah no um gosh man i was like you know starting out my career ish in a way um it sales uh, prior to that, I was in IT recruitment, and prior to that, I was in hospitality. So I was with the Disney company for almost seven years, and um, let me say it was fun. It was good times, probably too much fun because I took a three-year hiatus from school, so I'm the anti-Dr. Constance, uh, and uh, I had some fun, girl. I had some fun at Disneyland days, but I also realized fun needs to have balance. And I was like, hmm, what am I going to do with myself in my life? And I didn't see a life of middle management uh, working through the Disney corporate, you know, structure. Yeah. And uh, I left, moved to San Francisco, sight unseen. My parents thought I was crazy. Fun fact, actually, I chopped my hair off because that was the 90s. And uh, my mom thought I was a lesbian. And it was really funny because they were so understanding. They actually treated me like I had come out without coming out. And I'm like, since when What's did I happening? become, I'm like, I'm like, oh no, it was hilarious. Like my mom literally was like, I love you no matter what you are, who you are. And I'm like, oh, God. what are you talking about mom? <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. So yeah, no, uh, that's one of those fun little personal an anecdotes of like, you know what, for me, I grew up with a really amazing loving family. And I think that's kind of like my fuel as to why I give love to others as well. Um, and that, yeah, so that was kind of funny and gossip. My family gossip. So maybe I picked that up from them too. We all gossip. I gossip all the time, except I gossip with my dogs and they don't give me anything. I was like, do you not understand what happened to this girl? How about this girl? She's so drama. She's giving me wrong vibes. And my bulldog's like, <sighs> and then she turns around. She's so bored with me. I was like, oh, fine. I'll talk to the German Shepherd instead. And then she goes like this with her ears. I'm like, man, I'm really going cuckoo today. Um, but I do it with my daughter. I do want to know, though. Okay, so I was born in the Philippines. Where were you born? Florida. I'm an Orlando baby. So. Everyone wants to know I am Disney thick and through and through like I've 
Disney World in my blood. My oldest sister worked there and she bought me this beautiful Winnie the Pooh. And I regret I've lost it over the years. I'm so bummed out. I love that thing. Its eyes fell out. My mom had to sew it back on. Like there's a picture of me back in the day somewhere when I was like just born with this big ass Winnie the Pooh, you know, next to me. Um, and the funny thing is, though, I, I associate more with Tigger than Winnie. But, it, you know, that's another. Yeah. You know, I was actually like Eeyore, right? Like it's Disney. It's happy. But Eeyore's like always moping. We're like, what is wrong? I think he has depression. He needs a little a little oomph, um, seriously, because he's always like moping around right i'm like what um i have tinkerbell and i have piglet uh for my kids because my they're fairy like my oldest love and i mean love when she was little all kinds of fairies and that's how i did fairy gardens and then my oh. youngest drinks a gallon of milk a day when she yeah she was a chubby baby and she like she would get mad if she doesn't get the perfect pacifier and then baba on her other hand, walking around. I was like, oh my gosh. But now she only likes matcha tea. Um, can I share you a Baba story? Sure. So my sister actually logged in here earlier to say hi. I don't think she's listening anymore, but she's uh, about three and a half, three and a half years older than me, four years older than me. Um, apparently she used to literally beat me up to take my bottle from me so she could drink out of the bottle. And um, there was a time we were sitting behind the couch and like my siblings, my other siblings that were much older, um, could hear it. My mom heard it where my sister was like, you're out of chocolate milk, get more. And I'm like sitting there like, you know, I'm two years old or one and a half or whatever. And uh, she goes and shoves like this bottle at me and I walk over to my mom and I'm like, uh, more chocolate milk. And my mom's like, huh, you're drinking a lot of milk, Sia. And I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> my sister stole everything from me so oh my god that is so, so yeah funny. now the, the irony of that is now i'm bigger than her so now i can sit on her so that's much more fun um yeah, can i just tell you links. one thing uh dale rodriguez that is true uh there is a conspiracy theory that they named of uh, the film frozen frozen to get around um people googling about uh disney's frozen head that is a true wait that's what true. back up now i want to know what frozen head? So there's a rumor has it that he cryogenically froze himself, Walt Disney, and they froze his head. Um, and and uh, so that was like a huge urban myth or whatever. But the you know, rumor has it that they named Frozen to replace that query. Uh, in, oh, in and that. Google. I see. Wow. I'm trying to look for Johanna, I think, or is it Susanna? I think Johanna was talking about what's your favorite album, and I can't find it. Uh, by the way, speaking of, uh, of of Johanna, her artwork behind me. Pick it up. It's not even hanging. Just get up real it's quick. Not, it's not. Wait, hold on. Am I wearing pants? I am wearing pants. Okay, we're good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Am I wearing pants? I hope. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. You guys, this is so beyond beautiful. I can't even begin to tell you, like, how much okay. I love this. Like, I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah, I love it. And I saw this live when she was actually making it. It's so pretty. It's so calming. Like, I could just sit there, have a picnic with my dogs. No barking necessary that I would have to yell. It's just so pretty. I could put myself in there. So, and yeah, no, the, the, this was like, um, she sat me down and like, literally like interviewed me in a way like, okay, what is it that you want? And I said, you know what, because I want it as a backdrop for this, you know, for this set, if you will, um, I wanted 
it to be a reflection of Brilliant Bee Media, which is the name of my company, right? And um, I'm all about light. Um, that's my word of the year and uh, light in a lot of different ways. And as you say, and I talk about this all the time, which is, you know, we have all, we have our own internal light within ourselves. Right. Um, but you know, sometimes it gets dim when we don't know what yeah. we're doing. And I'm a big advocate of, of collaboration and all ships rising with the tide. And I am also a huge fan of the Care Bear Share. So, you know, when, when one person's feeling down, if we combine all of our inner lights together, you get a brilliant beam. And I, and I told Johanna, I go, I kind of want you to evoke that vibe, that there's always hope, that there's always another day, that there's always, sorry for the lighting, that there's always- it's Beautiful. Opportunity, right? Like even in, in the, in the um, you know, after a storm, you know, there's always beauty and calmness oh. after it. And so what I thought was beautiful that she did, which I didn't even prompt her to. And it's funny because I've been living in Texas for like, what, 15 odd years now. Um, she painted here and it looks like blue bonnets. And oh, it's yeah. So funny because that's the Texas state uh, flower. And it just looks so beautiful. I'm it like, does. Oh, that looks like it does. It's so gorgeous. I, I, I thought it was a shadow, like the shadowing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that is so pretty. Um, okay. Johanna said, who is your sis? She wants to know. Oh, Trya. Trya Hilt, you guys. Yeah, you know and the Joanna, one. Joanna, you're supposed to email you. her, by the way. I want that's the other thing too. Um, so <laughs> I'm on my website, I'm going to and and I don't know if people understand, like when I mean all ships rise with the tide, I freaking mean it. And so what I've done is I'm gonna open up my website to um, you know, our crew and our community. Everyone's got such incredible expertise, skill sets, wisdom, experience that I want to share that with others. So again. Um, I'll highlight uh, individuals' profiles and put you up there and obviously all of our events and live streams and all that stuff, put it up there. I actually put a calendar of events up there. I haven't fully announced it because I want to get more of the membership profiles up so it doesn't look, you know, small, but um, that, that will be going you live. And so, Johanna, we need to. Yeah, I love this, Johanna Renee. By the way, Johanna's my twin C's. Like, I don't have a sister, so I call everybody my sister. So FYI, our birthday is 7-Eleven, okay? I'm just saying, 7-Eleven. We're going to have to do a party then. <laughs> I know. Oh, so my my Johanna is so sweet. She was like, hey, by the way, I'm going to um, your graduation. I was like, wait, it's in May, not in April. And she has me in her calendar. I love you, Johanna. Thank you so much. I'm trying to see if I can um, live stream my my graduation here on linkedin i don't know how that works i've never graduated online live stream before it's my fourth degree i know i'm going for a fifth one soon that's it's an addiction you know. I, like like my sister who has six kids you can have addictions just saying <laughs> yeah that is my education is my addiction my next question though is since we're talking about content, right? And you created, you know, you moved to Texas for 15 years. Like, how did you say, you know what? I'm done being a W-2 employee. I'm going to be a, an independent entrepreneur and I'm going to start this. Like, what are the process to even think about? Like, I'm going to be a content creator. Like, how did you even go about that? Um, that's funny. I should say, that. okay, so here we go. Ready? Um, so I, I, 20 plus odd years in tech sales, right? It is not rocket science to do sales, but it's not easy either. It's very emotional, right? And uh, for me, because I do care and I don't do things, if I may quote my oldest sister, you know, she used to say, by the way, she learned English in New England. So imagine a Thai accent plus Rhode Island accent. It was horrible. So she used to tell me all the time, don't do things half as. And I, as a kid, and my sister and I, try and I would be like, 
what does she mean? Half as what? Don't you half as what? Like, and we didn't realize over time she was actually saying, don't you think half assed, which I thought was hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> so um, I'm that kind of person where if I'm going to give something, I want to give it hundred percent. And towards the end, this is like around 2017 timeframe. Uh, you know, I was quote successful managing a global account, you know, and representing the United States for a big, you know, fortune 100 company. And um, I had no purpose. I had no passion, had no hobbies, had no sense of self. And every week during forecast calls, girl, I was breaking out into hives. And um, because I supported a client that was in transition and uh, just everyone that wants to care about telco, uh, it was in between 4G, 5G ratification, right? So mm. um, there was no purchasing by any service provider. AT&T oh. was not buying new stuff. You're not going to They were still trying to figure out what the standards were going to be. Yeah. Uh, but yet I had a quota that was expecting continuous, you know, purchasing. So I was stressed. I was forecasting low. I was forecasting low performance. Uh, you can only squeeze so much blood out of a turnip. Management didn't seem to care. And uh, I was freaking out. And so, um, you know, eventually they were, you know, downsizing a lot of uh, accounts, especially in telco because of that. And um, I had the opportunity to leave. They're like, hey, do you want the package or do you want to find another gig within the company? And I said, deuces, I'm out. Because my health, when you break out into hives and you don't even realize you're breaking out into hives because of stress, that's not healthy for your soul. Not so, This is not healthy, period. So um, I left. I took the package. No job in sight. No plans in sight. I literally ended up going crazy, working all the time, never vacationing. I think we took one vacation, two vacations in like eight, ten years that we were at the company. Um, and I went crazy and booked a ton of trips. Five different trips, big trips in a year and a half. Wow. What happened was I had champagne tastes on zero income budget. And so uh, my business partner then at that point or soon to be said, get off your, you know what, as. <laughs> and uh, she's like, you need to like start making money again. I'm like, damn it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I said, look, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to keep my pulse uh, on technology. And so we start, we launched a podcast called Innovation Calling. And it was all about um, the future of technology, future companies, future forward thinking, innovative. And we did really well. So well that we went to look for a dedicated podcast studio to record. And then that launched the podcast studio business. And then fast forward, um, for various reasons, we parted ways last year and I launched Brilliant Beam in January. So yeah. That's like the summation of like why I left. But I will tell you this story. I learned something about myself that no one, many, many people know, but not really, is in 2018, I lost seven people in a six-month time frame. And these aren't just like randoms. These were like my uncles, um, my, you know, really good friends. And uh, I mean, between a really good friend and my uncle was three days apart. So I was going to like mass, like it was just hard to go to funeral, funeral, funeral. And I think the last thing that kind of just broke me a little bit was uh, one of my best friends in high school, unfortunately passed away uh, December 30th. So, you know, it was just like one of those rough, like 2019 wasn't starting off to be a great year for me. Um, oh, and all these people passing away was right around my birthday. So oh. I have this like hate relationship with my birthday because it's like, it's bittersweet, right? To celebrate yourself, but yet at the same time, like no you know, one my sister passed like three days after my birthday. Like I don't have a lot of like warm fuzzies yeah. about my birthday. 
So it's 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 been a few fuel and fire to live life because you don't have tomorrow guaranteed. No. Right? So yeah. And that's why I think what I I people to think, oh my God, CJ, it's just a a, um, a nerd. She never has a life. You don't understand. I used to party in Hollywood while I was in college. Okay. I used to drive six hours to San Francisco just to be on a dance party with Hollywood <laughs> people. I'm just gonna tell you that. Okay. I wasn't we never ran into each other, girl. I, I don't know, understand I, this. I, I know I wasn't miss anything for no reason. Okay. I was a butterfly like literally i was walking in san diego and you would know who cj was and where cj was on monday or tuesday like i was that miss butterfly but when you have a family you're like whoop you know like you just keep it together because you got priorities straight right and so that's why and i love hearing that story about you and and your backstory because not a lot of people really know and you know like i thought you were born from like in in um oc like orange county because you know you work at disney and i was like Wait, where was he? And then Mike, I've noticed he said like, oh, I know. Sia's born in Florida. I'm like, I am so confused. I'm going to talk to Sia. Where is Sia from? Like Carmen San Diego. Where is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> oh, where is Sia from? You know, that was, I, girl, that. I was Carmen San Diego when I was traveling. Let me tell you, if I can encourage anyone and everyone. Yeah, I was going through like my eat, pray, love phase, if you want to call it. Even though I've never read the damn book or watched the movie. Apparently I was going through an eat, pray, love like travel world but i got to see greece i got to see alaska i got to see thailand again um in a different way um don't do it i did it with my uh three uh, my two sisters and their daughters and my mom that's a long time to spend with six women don't do <laughs> just don't do that um but yeah no i we went to uh, uh i i the other thing too um i did my boyfriend's genealogy old school style mm. not dna old school yeah. paper trail and we ended up doing uh his mom and i uh we schemed to do a, a pilgrimage so we ended up going to uh england in ireland and we literally found a headstone from where his mom's from from like 1695 wow. it, it wasn't a direct descent or predecessor but it was like the uh, uncle like so so the family line is there I, I recognize all the names i'm like these are your great 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 i know uncles like it's that crazy so amazing i love that like i i feel like you were miss indiana jones trying to figure out his lineage i love it oh i i have like a weird fascination with genealogy so that's a fun fact about me is um and that's actually the fuel of people ever you know i keep telling everyone what's your why why are you here why are you doing anything that you do creating content getting on linkedin doing social media doing your job whatever it might be um one of my big whys is that after your grandparents great-grandparents you just become a birth date and death date. No one remembers your name and who you are. Mm -hmm. And so for me, helping people create content like this, helping them, we've got the technology. Why wouldn't you want to record yourself? Right? Why wouldn't you want to record your, oops, why wouldn't you want to record your emotions, uh, who you are, your sense of humor, if you're corny, um, you know, for people who like really bad dad jokes, you know, like that's not written in history. No, and so I that's apparently why I don't get mom jokes either. Like my kids like, mom, you're so like not fun you're too old for this i was like wow me? yeah she literally told me she's like mom you're too old for this it's not even like i went to instagram she's like don't you think that you should just stay on facebook <laughs> and you know what i told her i'm like do you know that i was um before tiktok was bought out like it was um what was that? uh it was no, vine 
vine and then it was something else and i was like child i have proof you see when you were five and i made you dance on that dance floor that you didn't know your mom was on before tiktok okay i was before facebook it was myspace and friendster so don't even go there like friendster <laughs> i couldn't get into any of those things i mean really uh, I, I met my husband on MySpace. Wait, did I say that? It's not a way. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. I, You know what? I think it was uh, I didn't get into Friendster because there's so much of a dating element to Friendster. And I just started dating my boyfriend at that time. So it's oh, kind of in a way I was kind of feeling like, like nah, you shouldn't. You know, yeah. You know, why are you putting an ad of yourself up and I out was there? And this single, is okay. I was seeing and meeting like, okay, this is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. What? I hate to say it, I predate the dating sites. Like, remember back in the 90s, like, if you said yeah. you were on Match.com or whatever, everyone's like, what a loser you are. Yeah, you know, right? You can't You're like, oh, anyone. you can't get a date. You have to go online. Like, yeah, that's what it was. I had a lot of dates because uh, I work at Geico and there's like 3,000 people in there. It's like Meat Factory. And I was a manager at the very young age, like 21. I had 100 people already. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought it was a hot crap, but I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. One thing I love about them is that they don't throw you in the wolves. They literally spend three to six months making you a very good supervisor. And I learned so much about leadership, especially when I wor met Warren Buffett. I didn't know who Warren Buffett either, either until I knew later on. But he was so amazing. Oh, my God. The leadership skills that he taught me still today. He always tells, hey, are you fighting for your limitations or are you fighting for your opportunities? Everything you do is only two things. Limitations or opportunities. That attitude, turn it down a little bit because then you lose opportunities. I was like, oh, OK. So every day that I have an attitude, I check myself. I'm like, opportunities opportunities not limitations today cj you know yeah. uh uncle warren look up paul hey paul another thing i wanted to um ask you too is there's so many like for the people who are here are thinking you know what i want to go and johanna also has live and paul also has live with susanna and you're like hey i'm i'm trying to balance which which platform should we go can we talk about Streamyard and restream yeah okay you want to talk about that stuff okay the back end stuff yeah. um it's preference. That's purely preference, right? So if you if you look at StreamYard and Restream, which I use both, I like both. Although I've leaned towards Restream fairly recently. Um, but if they are doing what I think they're doing, I might come back to StreamYard. I don't know. I kind of like the flexibility of both. Um, so apparently I like to waste money and just have membership for both of them. <laughs> but uh, look, anyone can use these two platforms that are the there's ecam as well for those that are mac users screw you ecam anyway so um <laughs> hey i'm a mac user <laughs> I, look and i'm okay with that but ecam yeah. is purely for mac like so whenever i get people yeah. say well don't i use ecam i'm like oh good for you i don't because i'm not no i use Streamyard. yeah because i don't like proprietary technology now that being said is this the uh, ability for this to be executable they've got templates you can move images around you can have a lot of fun with it like so i highly encourage anyone if you want to do live stream go for it own it rock it uh, and make it all yours because it is it, it's like you know uh, the world is your oyster for creativity right leave your legacy somehow somewhere choose your audience that you want to focus on and then work it right if it's youtube go for it if it's linkedin go for it if it's facebook insta twitter whatever go for it um so i do encourage folks i do like restream uh, in in the way that it does allow third party platforms so if you want a little bit more flexibility 
There's uh, OBS integration, for example. So OBS is another platform that um, um, you could use for traditional live streamers um, to move different images around so you're not stuck with templates. I do know Streamer just launched uh, a new platform where you can actually create your own templates, which might make me, you know, lean back, go back to StreamYard. So um, the only limitation with StreamYard that I don't love so much is the fact that on Restream, you can actually post everyone's comments onto your video. Like yeah, that's why I have to pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to like highlight it. It's actually just scrolling down. Right. And I love the fact that like Dale, Paul, Madison, Stephen, uh, Johanna, Susanna, I have so many different wonderful people are commenting and it's like a sidebar, but at the same time, they're still part of the conversation. I like that. I actually like it like this because I sometimes see that some people comment like, look at me and this is my business and you can't control it. Whereas here, I have full control of what I want to to kind of highlight. That's the only thing that I love about StreamYard. Uh, I was going to say, Restream, you can block people and remove it. Oh. Yeah. You can block them and and remove the comment. Say, in your experience, do you think content or message is more important than hardware or software? I think it's both. I I think it's a mix of both. But I will say this, Paul. I don't. It. It's a little chicken eggy chicken and egg E to say this, but I will say this much you can. And Paul is so wise with his words. I mean, you're like a little Yoda, you know, uh, like a, a, what's that? What's that Yoda show that the little Yoda. Oh yeah. Paul's like the Star Wars. Yeah. Yoda. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, even if your message is amazing, if you've got crappy audio, people can't hear you. No. Right. But on the flip side, you could have a beautiful piece of equipment and have nothing to say. Yeah. Right. So I think it's a, it's like a kind of a mix between the two, but I do encourage people, if you're going to be streaming like this, invest into a decent microphone. It doesn't have to break the bank. Like this microphone I'm using is old now and it's probably like 50 bucks, 20 bucks used. It's an audio technica. No, they don't pay me, but um, it's survived like five years, you guys. And I think it sounds fine. And um, so you don't have to go hardcore crazy. So that's my advice. Uh, I have, you can always get a little lavalier, like 25 bucks. Yeah, I got Grogu. Um, I actually see I, I always in, in this mode, like go big or go home. So I have like two of these mics. I don't even know. I think this is from Road. Wait, what is this called? Um, H and A AC50 dynamic. This actually is really good. The first oh, 10 podcasts. The first 10 podcasts I did was this. And then I researched more on like audio and things like that because some of my audio is also like kind of weird. But it seems like my audio is perfect, but my audience audio is not perfect. So this is what I'm going to say about that, okay? Um, I'm going to say that when you guys have or you're invited to a podcast, right, and you're so excited, at least have some type of... um. What is that called for the Apple users? You know, like your little mic, like you said, it's because when I have to edit on um, Audacity, I'm cheap. I, I get I, if I if I can get it cheaper or free, but with good quality, I will do it. Now, I audit. I audit. I edit Audacity with your audio. And what I notice is that the people who don't have a mic, their voice is so low. And I was like, dude, I can't. And I try to make it you know, um, add some gain. Yeah. Uh, yep. And do the do effects. Some- but the problem is there's too much noise when you have to yeah. be gaining higher. So 
yes, if you want to be a guest on anyone's show or you create your own show, have a really good mic and have your audience. And I, if I, you're on my show, I usually send you um, an etiquette for for my expectations so that your audio is perfect. Because guys, I run my own show. I don't have a SIA. I run everything. I edit everything. I do my social media marketing. I, and I have a full-time job, okay? So, I don't know how you do it. It's honestly... Yeah, I mean, look, if you have the capability, which you are, you're like, you are superwoman. Like, seriously, you can multitask like a mofo. Um, I know what we're doing is not, I mean, what we're doing is not rocket science. No. It's tedious. That's what it is. It's tedious and it's time consuming. And it so is. what I and Brilliant Bean Media really offers is convenience. We offload, if this is not your, you know, wheelhouse, then offload it right? Because if you think about it, for people that spend, and by the way, average factoid, you guys, for audio-based podcasts only, not video, it takes anywhere from two to four hours to edit, just depending on the quality of the audio. If you give, you can only put so much lipstick on a pig, people. Now, yeah. on videos, uh, editing can take anywhere four to six hours, depending on how elaborate, or more, depending on how elaborate you want it to be. I like live stream because it's up and out there, done, quick and dirty, foibles and all just throw it up there so there's like light editing i probably mm -hmm. would edit the audio just to boost it a little bit better um but i wouldn't typically touch video unless there's something catastrophic that you're like uh cut it out or whatever right um yeah no so, but yeah no i mean the idea of my business and the reason why i exist is it's a convenience if you find yourself and i tell this to my clients and i do focus on businesses versus solopreneurs and i'll tell yeah. you why in a second but if you find as a marketing department and you're spending four to six hours. And let's say you're a hundred bucks an hour. That's 600 bucks to produce. Is it worth your time? Is it worth your company's time to do that? Or could you offload it so you could focus on something that's going to actually, you know, the other tasks that need to get done. Right. So that's kind of like something that I encourage people to really think about the math um, around that. Now, why don't I work with a lot of solopreneurs largely because they can't afford it. Right. Or it's something where, um, if I can coach and guide them to do it themselves, do it yourself until it gets to be painful. And then you can make those investments and see if it's worth it for you. Um, I do get worried for, th for those that are just like, I'm throwing money here and thousands there. And it's like, I cringe when I talk to so many clients that are like, yeah, I just spent like one individual. He said he spent like uh, almost $100,000 in marketing assistance over the last five years. And I just said, what? look, I'm sorry we just met but let's just talk. Let's just stop. Like, stop what you're doing. Let's see what you're doing. See what makes sense. Cause now he's jaded. He thinks all marketing people are evil people. Right. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. something that we, we just got to help work through for individuals. Um, I want to, I want to <laughs> video editing is such a hassle for me. Okay. This is why I love about LinkedIn live. I am not editing. So whatever you do here, it goes to my YouTube. People already see it. Why am I editing it? No, I'm not. I don't have time for that for reals. Like I have a lot on my to-do list. Okay. But with my audio, okay. That has literally millions of listeners. I am going to edit. And sometimes the person I really like, I try to put it in some of their audio that I know for sure it's like kind of crappy, but I'm like, oh, but I don't want to cut them because they're really good. The, the value of the conversation is really good. So I, you know, I push it through, but I'm like, seriously, people make sure that when you're in this audio, because I don't have like two people listening, I have millions of people listening in there. So it's like, I need your audio to be really good so I can extrapolate this LinkedIn live right here to that. Because then when you're at that, literally the world is listening. The world mm -hmm. is listening, right? So another question is, 
when you decide as a solopreneur versus, you know, being like a company, like small, medium-sized company, how would they say, hey, Sia, what are what is social media marketing and how do you create content? Like where is there tools that you use? Don't even think about chat GPT because they're not accurate. But is there tools that you use that you're like, you know, this actually helps, especially for those who are in our friends, you know, um, purview, but, you know, they can't afford our services. Like, what would you say? Like, hey, these are the things that I use. Try it. So, yeah, no. So there's a lot of back end tools. It really depends on your preferences. Right. So for me, I like Audacity. I think it's fine. Um, I've learned uh, all the Adobe products like Premiere, um, you know, Audition and all that stuff. I'm not a fan of Adobe personally because it's for the needs of this, of, of, of content creation for social media purposes. Some of those tools are just hella elaborate. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's when you start pricing yourself out because you're, what people I think need to understand is podcasts and the idea of live stream, they exist for a reason. It's a lower bar of entry. And the assumption being is probably lower production values, not to imply we're not professionals, but this is not Hollywood, right? No. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the challenge that we've had is uh, the pandemic has really ushered in this assumption that podcasts are also video casts, if you will. Right. I have a YouTube channel and I'll just call it a podcast. It's not quite the same. It's the distributions are different. So technically speaking, this is not a podcast until you take the audio out and then you upload it into a hosting platform. That's and then you find it in the Spotify's of the world. Right. Yeah. That is a podcast. This is a live stream. That's so right. um, the tools that we use, like it, it could be the um, I use. Um, um, oh, my gosh, I'm. This is when this is when the the night before is kicking in. Girl. Um, <laughs> Too much sippy sippy. <laughs> I had a, yeah, so I use Camtasia. So I love I love, oh, yeah, I love Camtasia. using Camtasia yeah. as an editing platform. I learned off that it's what I'm comfortable with, and I can just like go to town on it. Right? There are times when I'll need to use you know Adobe Premiere and all that stuff too. Again, it just depends. Um, I prefer Camtasia. I just because I know it so well. Um, yeah. I know folks that are trying to do editing on Canva, for example, I see Susanna making a comment about that. To me, it's not as um, friendly to edit. So I don't use Canva in that purpose. I do use Canva to create graphics. I love Canva. I love oh it for, the, for the needs of what is needed. Canva is more than enough for social media. Again, uh -huh. unless you want to do some massive editing and all that stuff then you could use other platforms. So I just, I, I just suggest go with what works for you. Go mm -hmm. with what is going to be comfortable for the way your brain works too. Right. Cause I mean, I know I have a special brain and it works in a very different, unique way. So <laughs> find that platform that works, you guys do Google research. Okay. Google is your best friend in that context. Of course, they're tracking all that. And that's a security issue, but that's a different conversation for another day. But you guys research their power and research there's so many videos online you can self-train youtube university that's what i call it because that's how i learn how to do audio video okay i didn't know anything about audio but see when i research i dig deep and if i can't afford my equipment i'm like honey can i have this equipment on my budget my husband gives me extra money for my budget on whatever i want and so like this one okay i wanted something like for me for my company level up academy so what did i do i research and create my own swag so i create my own swag now i don't need anybody and this is actually ink um you Love can't 
yeah, you, it's dishwasher safe and I can do whatever design that I want from t-shirts. I'm actually going to be selling t-shirts to, to you guys soon because I want to earn extra income for the youth program that I want to provide for Michelle Presley. Um, okay, let me think about because just full disclosure a little bit about me, you guys. This is not clutter for the sake of clutter. This is literally me supporting everybody. So this is Telsey. For those that don't know. Like, oh, I love it is literally a, a pillowcase that you could put a pillow in here. I don't have a pillowcase in here, but or pillow in there, but like it's a removable pillow you can use as a neck lumbar support, everything. So that's a shout out to Towsie brands. Check it out, you guys. But everything you see here, you guys, is in support of someone somewhere. Oh, it's Stephanie's book. And that is that is Stephanie Alfonso's book. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm uh, uh, supporting right now. And everyone below, like guys, I'll have, I will rotate it out and around and stuff. Right now, it's Stephanie's getting the highlight. But yeah. also a little bit of me with my music. So you got the guitar there and you got a little Excuse mandolin me. in the back I there. I need to hear music, like singing, rocking, like, hello? C come on. I Give always have a song in my head. Always. Always. Okay, There's what? like not like. Bring it. Yeah. And, come and, on. And <laughs> Send me a t-shirt, CJ. Oh, yeah. Okay. I will. I actually will actually put it on LinkedIn, guys, and you can vote which one I, I'm going to be creating and you guys would like because I want to support the homeless youth program that I I promised Michelle. Um, and then my courses is going to be up soon. I think I'm going to have membership instead, like free members to support uh, my community further because I love teaching and you see some of my students. I literally, I was reflecting the other day how many students I've had and I, I'm old school. I'm going to show you something. I don't know if you can see it. I write my students. Like I have tons of these, right? Throughout the years, like literally, because I do attendance. I do like who's actually engaging in the classroom. Like I Oh write my God, them. girl. I'm so glad I'm not your student. And see, look, that my flags like, oh, this is for this class because I have about three to six hundred students at a time, sometimes five weeks, sometimes 10 weeks. And I reflected the other day and I have 10,000 over 10,000 students that I've taught already. Mm. And I love it. And probably more because Great. sometimes 600 every 10 weeks usually. So um, when I'm looking at that, I love course curriculum. So I've learned how to make sure that you have transferable skills to create yourself to level up whatever that means right to you and i love supporting my community and i love that you're supported all those authors right there that you have in your in your shelf and i love tossie brands i use it because i snore okay i gained 20 pounds hello hello girl, you, know you needed to gain weight you were hella skinny a little bit i was just gonna say i'm like you needed a sandwich girl no i eat a lot that's the thing but um i started to work out and 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 when you're closing like you know we talked about age and uh, mm. but when you're closing to 50 okay my knee's starting to hurt okay and i was like oh so then i went back to the gym so i've been like doing some stuff in the gym and my cardio and my you know leg press and i started like 45 i can do 100 leg press now so i'm good like it's been only two weeks and and i'm like oh this little asian whatever this is you know when you're growing i was like oh i gotta get rid of those and i'm too scared to like what do you call this cut them up and i'm too scared of cutting this up like i'm too scared of injections i will faint it's you know to each his own like i don't judge if, if it's something where you feel good for yourself to do things uh, but i just I just don't care. I like, I don't mind aging. I like the aging process. I love the fact that, you know, warts and all it's because it's, to me, it's life experience, right? I want my, if I get, you know, laugh lines and all that, that makes me uh, happy to know that I've lived a life where I, I laughed. Right. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I mean, I just, I just love the, the fact that, um, you know, the community that we have here is so supportive in so many different ways. That. And like, you know, a lot of these are all like acquisitions and purchases. This is not just us freebieing each other back and forth. No, like, we buy them. Yeah. That's one of the things that I really, really appreciate is the fact that, you know, we do business with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like tally, going back to a little bit of conversation of, uh, you know, Mike and Don's conversation earlier, but the truth of the matter is, is like our community and what you do, you inspire all of us to do level up. Like it's almost like just even saying level up is almost like a trigger to be like, oh, am I being my best person today? Right. Mm -hmm. Am I doing what I best can to shine my light brightest to help that next individual that might yep. be struggling somewhere that I may not be aware of. Right. Because we're always in our own heads. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, you know, again, I know you're trying to get to know the SIA, but the truth of the matter is, is like uh, I'm giving because I really want to make sure that if you're successful, I know I'm successful and that makes me happy. Like that, yeah. that's my fuel too. Right. Like um, when I see people struggling a little bit, okay, I get it. I'm not the most nurturing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, get your ass up right now. Like, you know, yeah. Was it me? I think I shared my own meme that all of you guys were like, yep, that's pretty you. That's pretty much you, which was yeah. like, you know, do you remember that picture of like a bird yeah. standing in a tree? Yeah. And then one of the birds is like falling down and you, like the, there's like another bird looking down at that bird that's falling. And it's like, down. Yeah. Fly, fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, I am. I am definitely nurturing. I'm like a mother, you know, but I also have my limits. And that's what I was telling you about, like. I'm to the point where I know myself, I get out of control when I'm mad. So I, when I feel that my ears actually like starting to go red and my face like starting to, my eyes would flicker when I'm mad. I'm like, oh, take a deep breath, walk away, CJ, walk away before you make a fool out of yourself. Walk away now. It happens sometimes in a meeting and I literally will tell my, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I, my, something's wrong with my camera. I'll be right back. Like, cause I'm getting so heated. I want to punch somebody. I was like, CJ, no. And you know, I'm five feet tall. Like I can't, what, what can I do? You know what I mean? Like, oh, girl, we're, whatever. Hey, we're, we may be short. I'm five yeah, that's true. We may be short but we're extraordinarily efficient with our movements. And oh, by the way, yeah. Dale, I, I see with your you talk there. <laughs> uh, level up such an L337. Wait, what is Leap. L337? He's trying Wait. to be nerdy nerd. Oh, okay. So 14344, four, you get that one. Is that what it was? Is it this? This is the um the pager face. I had pager. <laughs> we had, we talked in code. Oh my god, yes. In high school, I was I was really cool. Like I had a BMW, and I had a pager. Like I thought I was the you know the person. You grew up but affluent then, huh? Huh? You grew up affluent then, huh? I don't yeah, know. you did. You can't be driving a BMW as a teenager, okay? Without having mommy, daddy, you know, set you up for a lot of success in life. Yeah, listen, I had three BMWs. I crashed the first one. The second one, I was parked, and someone hit me. And that got totaled. The third one was my last draw. So I was driving. I, I don't cause accidents. People just try to hit me. Like, I don't understand what's happening here. And so my dad's like, you're going to a Mitsubishi on your fourth car. No more BMW. I'm like, fine. So I went to Mitsubishi. When I met my husband, I was a Mitsubishi. <laughs> and still I got hit while parking. And I'm like, dude, I do not park bad. Why are you hitting me all the time? Uh, Steven says, it's I'm Because you're so attractive, beautiful. Right, right. It's but, it's like CJ just hit her. Why not? Um, yeah. And I graduated high school early, so I thought my 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 dad would let me go. I had a full scholarship to Yale, and he he's not educated. He doesn't have a bachelor's degree or anything. And he's like, Yale, that's way too far. 
you don't need school that far. You just stay here, 10 mile radius. So I didn't go to Yale because of that. Mm. My parents were very controlling, right? It's just not it is. Uh, Steven said, wait, what? I agree with sentiment about being efficient with movements. <laughs> we're like uh, ants. We literally do that. Um, another last question that I want to talk to you, because we only have 10 minutes left and we got to go to Susanna's and Paul, um, is if they were to talk to you, right, and said, hey, you know, I probably can't afford your services right now, Sia, but I do want to outsource um, being, you know, creating my own podcast or live streaming, like, where do I start? When you say, where do I start? What do you like specifically? Are you like, like where do I start? What do I do? Do I go, you know, get, get Canva? Do I, do I go to, you know, StreamYard? You, like, how do I even do content creation? And how do I pick between StreamYard and Restream? Like as a beginner, what would your ideal beginner tools are? Yeah. Okay. So it would be, okay. You, number one, use your phone. For those who are just starting out, just getting the vibe, um, your phone camera is just as good as a lot of these other cameras that out there, right? Like cleaner, sharper. They're just improving every year. Um, get in the habit of just videoing yourself, right? It could be over Zoom, right? Just full disclosure, Zoom doesn't have good video quality, right? Um, if you want to live stream, there are platforms, like I say, StreamYard, Restream, leverage those and just start, just hit record, right? It it is not that difficult. The difficulty is in consistency. The -hmm. difficulty is in presence. The difficulty is, are you improving with each stream that you do? So that's where all the work is and that, and the content, right? Obviously and and all that, but um, start with the basics. Don't have to spend $10,000 because the odds are high. Um, Most podcasters will fade out. They call it pod fade after seven episodes, right? So try this, see if you like it, do it consistently, and then make the investments as you start to feel what you like and know and what is comfortable for you, right? Not everyone needs to have a soundboard. I like it because I just like to make, you know, know. buttons for fun. Wait, what's mine? I I don't think... Oh, that's that reminds me of Susanna Dawn and her birds post. This I one, Susanna, okay. Susanna just left, so they, they, they're getting ready for their show. So yeah. I know we've got to wrap up Ooh, ours in shortly. You have that. I gotta and use that one next time. Uh, just full disclosure <laughs> with Dale, I did show my first live stream, it was on Facebook, not on LinkedIn. And I had oh. no idea what I was doing. And it was hilarious. I had this microphone, but I, I didn't use it. I ended up using a lavalier instead. And it was just and on my cell phone. It was just hilarious what I was doing. It was just a mess. But it was fun. And I yeah. loved my progression. So you guys try it. Just do it. You, you're yeah, gonna be I, I get it. No one's going to be beautiful. I'm sorry. You just won't. You're going you're gonna to sound probably bad. You're probably going to look bad. But if you progress, it's okay. And you'll get better and you'll get more comfortable. So that, that is my advice. Um, you know, all those other platforms and whatnot, go basic. By the way, Restream and uh, StreamYard, you can do it for free. Yeah, Johanna just said that too. Restream has a free plan if you want to try it. Yeah, I haven't tried Restream because I'm so used to StreamYard. And that's my, my um, 
hang up right now. But I just I like to control the comments rather than the people, you know, seeing it, which I love, too, because it's visible that you see people are in your show and they're talking and they're, you know, engaging. Um, so that's one thing that I love about that, too. But I, I, I just prefer StreamYard because I'm used to StreamYard, but that's my hang up. That's not really anyone else's. Uh, yeah, the, the learning curve to go from restream, uh, StreamYard to because StreamYard was my first. Mm, it was my okay. first. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> the, the, the learning curve to go back and forth is is fairly once you understand the concepts they're pretty much similar they have their, their subtle nuances obviously but it's very similar so like i said it just depends on what you like and what your preference is is to integrate the convo or not um the fact that they are you can rebroadcast like i could rebroadcast this um yeah that that's a fairly new thing for them the fact that like i said Streamyard now has the ability to move templates around you can create your own templates that's very new i want yeah, to it test is. that out see like literally i'm creating i'm 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 creating you know while we go yep. um yep. there's nothing in there but i've literally you know kind of re put my templates and this is new this is like two weeks ago where i, I was able to do it so yeah it's kind of nice to to have that um as far as content Someone asked me today, like, how do you find, you know, your content? I, actually, most of your content, quite honestly, is coming from your experiences today. I see content that are super drama and like negative. I'm like, ooh, I'm staying away from that content. I want to be a positive thing. I'm only, I'm already having my own drama here. I don't, I don't need extra, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, the content really comes from um, my conversations with my students. I, I'm a professor, so every day I have six hours of live live lecture six hours every day monday to thursday that's what i do okay yeah. on top of my podcast my kids i have to go pick them up too and my dogs my husband right and um yeah so i literally find content based on my conversation with them but for those of you who are not doing that go to um i think positivepsychology.com and also just subscribe. And sometimes they send you an email that sometimes just kind of invokes emotion in you. And that's how I always tell my friends. And that's how they find content is sometimes a quote would just get that going. Trigger. And mm -hmm. then, yeah. But also keep in mind that don't just post for the sake of posting. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. No, because people watch you. People watch if they actually, and you attract people you want to be attracted to. Right. And so if you just get like, if you're a content writer or a ghost, ghost writer, watch those spelling because people are watching those things and watch your content that it makes sense. Like if you're describing a ball in a beach ball, but you're trying to like be philosophical about it, but then at the end of the message, no one understood what you're saying. No one's going to hire you as a, a, as a content creator. So keep that in mind when you have that, like just sit on it for a minute, review it, maybe even have, you know, your friend or whatever, like, Hey, can you read this and see? And if you have that friend and just ask them, like, is this going to be working out for you? What What is your last message in terms of content creation? Yeah, 100% be authentic to who you are. All right. Um, understand why you're doing this. Okay. Social media, ironically enough, can make you feel very isolated and jaded very quickly trying to be social. Right. Um Know what platform you want to emphasize your personal brand, if that's something that you're developing. Especially for your students, I strongly encourage you, start making LinkedIn part of your yep. um, your daily routine. If you can like scroll through your Insta or Snapchat or whatever, spend another 10 minutes on LinkedIn and cultivate your own network. I cannot tell you how much you'll realize the value of your network 20 plus 
30 plus years down the road. So I've got friends um, that are in executive leadership roles that if I ever need them, I can lean in on them, right? They can, your friends and peers, colleagues can become mentors, mentees back and forth throughout your career. Um, that value is immeasurable. So for LinkedIn audience, and this is where you know, we most, mostly spend our time, I see a lot of people trying to post on LinkedIn to be like a, like a social media where they're doing nothing but feel-good posts. And feel-good posts feel good, okay? And they're popular like that for a reason. But what is the actual intrinsic value that you're actually receive from it, right? Other than seeing, you know, doggies wagging their tail and you want to love them and all that stuff, right? If that's something that you think is part of your branding, then go for it. If it's not, don't feel the pressure to do it. And, yeah. and if I could give that like tidbit of be authentic to who you are, your content will be uh, coming out as a result of your um, emotions, as you say, that inspires yep. you. Yep. And that is what you want people to remember you by. It's that Maya Angelou quote, right? They may not remember what you say, but they will remember how you made them feel. Yep. And so get that content up and out there that resonates who you are, because if you're doing it for job hunting purposes, if you're doing this to grow your brand visibility, because you're an entrepreneur or you're intrapreneur, that like you're trying to build your own brand within an organization, organization. Yeah. do that. Um, but understand what it's for. So that's my, that's what I'm going to leave it with. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. We get to know a little bit of Sia. I got to know a little bit of Sia and our content creation. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your support. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm live again at 9 a.m. Bye, everybody. I'm on my own, broken along. I feel the rain crashing down. As we conclude today's episode, I want to leave you with a truly extraordinary opportunity. In October, something incredible is on the horizon, and I'm thrilled to share it with you. Picture this, a gathering of the world's brightest minds, innovators, and changemakers all converging in one virtual space for a transformative experience like no other. It's the Global Summit of October, a monumental event that will shape the future of our world. This summit isn't just about ideas, it's about action. You'll have the chance to connect with visionaries who are redefining industries, global leaders who are solving pressing challenges, and pioneers who are creating a better tomorrow. Imagine immersing yourself in a sea of knowledge, soaking up insights that can supercharge your career, your passion, and your impact on the world. The October Global Summit isn't just an event, it's a catalyst for change. Stay tuned for more details as well, unveiling the lineup of speakers, the agenda, in the coming weeks. Trust me, you won't want to miss this opportunity to be part of something truly historic. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered like never before. Together, we'll take the next giant leap forward in our personal and collective journey. Thank you for being part of our podcast community. Your support means the world to us. And we can't wait to have you join us at the October Global Summit. Until then, keep leveling up and remember... The future is ours to shape.